As the title promised, today's episode is a very real and transparent picture of what my journey has looked like the past couple weeks, because we are coming up on our fourth week here in Alabama, our fourth week, quote, settled in. And I finally, just now, four weeks later, feel like I'm getting my feet under me. So I want to give you just the behind the scenes, behind the curtain picture of what my journey's actually looked like the past almost month now. So you can get an idea of how I approach seasons in our journey and how I approach like what my mindset is even for me personally, but also for you, what my heart is for you when it comes to approaching fitness and nutrition in a sustainable way for life whether it's in the midst of, midst of a move, in the midst of adding another child to your family, of you know life circumstances happening that aren't expected, whatever it is, my approach to fitness and nutrition, especially now as a mom, has become one that's sustainable. And so I just hope that comes across today and encourages you in whatever season that you're in. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. So let's talk about this, huh? (laughs) I don't know why, but this month, and it's probably just because of our move, has felt like the slowest month in a long time since I can remember. I don't know why other than us moving, but we left Las Vegas on October 1st, took four days to drive, got here to Alabama on October 4th. And we're here like almost four weeks later now. I'm recording this just a couple days before it goes live. And this month has felt so insanely slow in comparison to the months in the past like two years that have all flown by I end up in literally a blink. I don't know why, but October has been really slow. I think part of it for me is my journeys looked really different. So my routine is different. I'm not just, I don't want to say going through the motions, but I'm not going through in this set routine that I'm used to, right? I've been totally thrown off the last few weeks and having to adapt and deal with that, which is probably why it's felt so slow but I can't believe this month is not over yet. That is how I feel. (laughs) Not that I want it to be. It's great that it's been slower. I felt so much more present with my kids, especially since we got settled here, but man, it is a long month. And I finally feel like I'm getting my feet under me four weeks later this morning. I'm recording this on Saturday night 
And I like to plan my week ahead on Saturdays. And so I just sat down this afternoon to plan this upcoming week. And this is the first week since we've been here. This will be our, I think, fourth week here. If I'm doing like our third and a half full week, whatever. My my brain, y'all, it is not working at full capacity right now. But whatever the math is, I think it's about our third or fourth full week here. And it's the first week that I have planned to do a workout, which as you, if you followed my journey and all, I tend to work out six days a week. I usually have an active recovery day where I go for a walk. Sometimes I'll go for a walk and do a workout. I like to be active, very active. It has been a whole nother level of transition here. And I've worked out, this is here, here comes the transparency right off the bat, three days a week most of the weeks since we've been here, which I know it's only like three weeks, not that long, but for me, that's way different, way different than what I'm used to literally have done three, four workouts a week tops. And that's like very low volume for me than what I'm used to. And it's been because I just, you know, when you add, if you're a mom of more than one child, you know what it's like when you add in that second child and you have to, I mean, even a first time mom, you are relearning how to do everything. You're relearning what point in the week you go get groceries. You're relearning how to cook breakfast, what time you get up in the morning, especially if you work outside the home and you're having to like coordinate schedules and getting out the door. I mean, you relearn everything, especially when it comes to routine. And I think that's one of the hardest pieces for us to master as moms, especially every time a new child, like a a firstborn, a secondborn, I'm sure with a third, fourth, whatever, you're relearning every time how to work your day to day so you can be consistent or disciplined or whatever in the things that you care about, whether it's fitness or cooking meals or going for a walk. I mean, simple, simple things all of a sudden become these mountains that you have to learn to climb again. And it's weird. And I don't know what it is about moving, I mean, honestly, this is our first move with kids, but I feel like I'm at that page again where I'm having to relearn everything, even though the boys and I had a great routine going in Vegas, we had it down pat. It was all good to go getting here, trying to get settled. I'm not being hard on myself or like critical or judgmental. It has just been really eye opening for me to realize, wow, something like a move is just as big as of a transition for me personally as adding another child to our family. And it's crazy to think about how much of it, it's brought me back to you guys. Those of you who are going through this transition or trying to start up your journey for the first time again, after having a baby, how monumental it feels and how difficult it is to get started. It's humbled me back to that point where I can really relate to that again. And again, for two years, having a solid routine with both kids, whether Casey was deployed or, you know, on assignment somewhere, doing something gone, me solo with the kids, I had it down. Like I had it down. We were good. And all of a sudden here, Casey's work schedule is not as busy. We live in a great neighborhood we can get out in. It's still been really difficult for me to get consistent again. And so what it's looked like for me, we're here on our about fourth week this was the first week that I have planned and I look, I planned in a workout every day and, you know, an active recovery day with a walk and a a day of doing some mobility stuff, a gentle week, but still putting in work five to six good solid workouts, which is my norm by the way. But I planned that in and I looked at it on my calendar for next week. And I said, that's actually doable. Like I can see when I would get this done. I can see how I would plan this in. And that's the first time in four weeks 
that I have done that. Every week, I've planned in a workout every day, but I've literally gotten three workouts, maybe four a week done. And maybe that surprises you to hear someone who's usually so super consistent, super disciplined, not being that way, but it has been a transition. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're in a season where you're starting up again from square one, or you went through a big life transition or circumstances came up that you weren't expecting, it's normal for that drop-off to happen. What's a beautiful thing about it though, is because you've built a foundation, or if you have a foundation to rely on from the past in this area, you can rely on that. You can lean back on it and get right back to eventually get right back to where you were. I wish you could see this visual right now, but what I like to picture is say you're like going up a ladder, you're climbing up a ladder. What's going to happen if a rung goes out above you, you're going to go back down to the next nearest rung on that ladder, right? You're going to climb back down to it or put your foot on the one just highest up next to it. If you never get those rungs solid on your way up, you're going to fall the way back down. So what's cool is if you've created some sort of foundation, some sort of consistency in a certain area, your fallback will be a little bit higher than it was months prior. So for me, you know, getting back to this, it only took a couple weeks after this transition, which I'm very grateful for, but it also has, like I said, been very humbling and made me able to relate a lot more to where you might be at if you're in a season of transition when it's just harder. So, uh, yeah, transparent, transparency wise, just a couple workouts a week <laughs> and they've been going, there's an orange theory gym, super, super close to where we live. So I've been going there. Um, just it's an enjoyable, it's a different type of workout. Wasn't accessible to me in Vegas. So it's very nice to be able to go do that before the kids get up at five o'clock in the morning, which has also been an adjustment, but I do that a couple times a week. Um, our neighborhood's super friendly for like running and walking. There's people out all the time. So I go for runs a lot. Uh, our gym that I usually work out in, in our garage, we still don't have it set up. So that has been a transition too. Hopefully that's something I plan to get to this week. Cross my fingers. I can figure that out. But on the fitness side, it's looked very different than it has honestly for the past few years. And that's been a big adjustment for me, but I've had to check myself every single day to not be critical, not be hard on myself because I didn't get a workout in. That's not the be all end all. And I shared this in my stories the other day as it pertained to my journey personally and kind of where I was at. So I want to read it to you because I feel like I worded it really well and I don't want to try to paraphrase. So here it is. The garage is still not workout friendly. So movement has been walks, runs, and orange theory since we got here. I'm in a season of fitness, just being a constant underlying current instead of a main focus. And that's okay. Life happens in seasons, but you can still do the important things. They just might look different. I wrote that because I felt like some people needed to hear, they needed this permission slip to know it's okay for what you're doing now to not look like it has been, or like you want it to look like, because our life happens in seasons. It's going to change. Our priorities shift, our schedule changes, and it might not be what you want it to be in that moment, but that doesn't mean you can't be grateful and present where your feet are and where your journey is right now. Just take it for what you can. I saw this quote the other other day that was like, uh, if, if you only have 40% to give and you give 40%, you gave 100%. And I think we just need that reminder sometimes that when we're in a season where it's not as realistic 
to go all out the way we're used to or the way we want to, when you're giving your all, even if it's at a lower capacity than usual, you're giving your all. And you have to recognize that. You have to give yourself credit for that, even if it's not the amount of credit that you usually give. (laughs) So that was just that permission slip I felt like in the moment I needed, and maybe you need it too. Now, when it comes to nutrition, it's been pretty consistent. Our move was a little, actually like the actual move process in across the country, the driving part. It was a little less consistent because we were having to eat out a lot and whatnot, but I've been able to keep it pretty dialed in since we got here. So that hasn't been as difficult. And knowing mentally the, the trade-off that I kind of decided to make was since my fitness couldn't be as consistent as it usually is. I decided to be much more intentional about my nutrition because I was like, if I can't work out, I still need my body to be operating as optimally as it can. And so I'm not going to be putting a bunch of junk in it just because we're here and there's new places to eat. And there's a crumble cookies across the street next to the grocery store. Like I'm not going to be doing that kind of stuff because I don't want to be messing with my body. If it's, if I'm not able to move as often in a, you know, really challenge my body type of way. I'm not also going to be putting junk in it. I'm not going to shoot myself in the foot. I'm not going to do that. So I decided to stay pretty tight dialed in with my nutrition. And that has been, I think, in my opinion, why the mental side hasn't been as difficult for me. I haven't been as critical about not being as active as I usually am because I've been dialed in with my nutrition and being intentional with that. Now let's talk about routine because what I teach in starting point sessions, you're either going down the, the path of nutrition, fitness, or sleep and routine, because those are the three main pillars for weight loss, especially as a mom. They're the simple things to focus on, and there's little nuances within each that we focus on in starting point sessions. But I knew that routine would be thrown off too. And so just a transparent picture of what that's looked like, it has been all over the place. You know when, I think it's the first like 18 months of a child's life, you get them figured out and then out of nowhere, they change it. That is what it has felt like. I feel like I'm feeling like I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall every day. It's like, okay, I'm going to try to wake up for the kid before the kids, which I've been able to do pretty much every day and get at least 10 minutes to myself before the kids wake up. But sometimes I get an hour. Sometimes I get five minutes. It is what it is, but I've kept that consistent. But once they're up, I'm like, all right, let's get breakfast in these boys' bodies. And then we're just going to play it by ear. And I have been playing it by ear. If you know what that phrase is, just kind of like going with the flow for four weeks, (laughs) literally for four weeks. Usually I like to be in a place where I go, okay, you know, Thursdays and Fridays are days that we run errands and have appointments. I'm at home more often, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm able to work a little bit more. Our kids have a good routine. Uh, Yeah, it has been all over the place. (laughs) There's not a lot of rhyme or reason. I've been trying to get my feet under me with, what I do with the kids day to day with what Casey's schedule looks like compared to ours at home. So we can just balance that out and make it a little more easygoing, a little more go with the flow, but man, it has been like a guessing game. And I think looking at our schedule this week, when I was planning it out today, I feel like I'm actually starting to get my feet under me again with that. And again, it has taken four weeks and maybe in your like, maybe in your head, you're like, that's super fast. And maybe you're like, man, I would go nuts of a month of not having structure. Um, for me, I probably could have gone nuts. I probably have had some moments where I've gone, I am sick of this. I just, (laughs) just want to get into a routine. This is exhausting, but 
having, I, I think I went into this move with this perspective of it will work out. God's got me. There's a lot of, you know, there's all those shirts out there, those fun quotes. That's like, you got this. I got this. I had a real good friend when we lived in Mississippi tell me, I hate that phrase because I don't got this. I've never got this, but God's always got this. He's always got me. And so that's something I always think about. And I honestly, I don't hate the phrase, but whenever I see a a phrase or a quote, that's like, you got this or a t-shirt or something. I'm like, I don't. I don't. And it's just a humble position to come from, a humble perspective to have that reminds you, you're not in control of everything. I've had to take that stance so many times. I am not in control of anything right now. I am not able to control what my kids want to do, need to do. They're adjusting too. And it's hard for them because their little bodies and their little emotions are so big and their brains are trying to comprehend all of this intangible stuff that's different. I mean, they're going through a big transition too. And I'm having to shoulder that with my husband and help them navigate this transition at the same time that I'm trying to navigate this transition. And so it's helped me take a very humbled and realistic perspective through this whole move. Like I said, in that quote on my Instagram story, that the life happens in seasons. And this is a season where fitness for me is not a main focus. It's not something that I can say, I'm going to prioritize my day around movement. I can do it once, definitely, maybe, maybe even twice a day. It's not what it looks like right now. And that's okay. Because I know I'm aware of the fact that my priority right now is helping my family transition. It's helping us get into a routine here. And once we do that, then I can get that, that fitness side of things way more consistent. And what I decided to give up with working out as often, I replaced with, I didn't replace with, but I evened out that scale, not, not the weight scale, but I just I'm doing this with my hands, you know, like the old school one. I always think of like the Roman ages, but I'm even in and out by feeling my body really intentionally because I can't move as often because my priority right now, my focus is getting my family settled here, getting myself settled here, feeling like I'm in a routine here, and then I can add back to my plate working out more often. Because right now, if I would only focus on that, it would be selfish because I wouldn't be helping my family transition. I wouldn't be helping us mentally and physically get settled here. So fitness is just this underlying current. It's something that it's still happening. It's still moving on a day-to-day basis. There's still stuff going on throughout the week for me, but it's not as much of a forethought in front of mind as it usually is. And that's okay. So that's my honest life journey update of what it looks like for me right now. I'm excited going into this new week. You're listening to this on Halloween. Happy Halloween if you celebrate that. Um, But you're listening to this on a day that's filled with candy. It's filled with fun. It's definitely like an off day. And for me, it's the first week where I have felt like I have my feet under me, (laughs) which sounds crazy. It being kind of a busier week and we've got family coming into town next weekend. So it is kind of a busy season for us, but I've been intentional the last month about one focus at a time, because that's what I have learned in my two journeys, postpartum losing 150 pounds is that if you try to take it on all at once, you're going to fall off. What I did to lose all that weight over the course of about 26 months total, 
is take on my journey one thing at a time. I said, okay, I'm going to work out a couple days a week and just get that under my belt. I'm going to get that consistent. Once that was there, I added another day. Once that was there, I added some more time each day that I was working out. And by the end of it, six-ish months after getting the fitness side of stuff down, I decided to fuel my body very intentionally. And I just took it step by step. And I think I took that perspective. I think I kind of went into this move with that mindset saying, this is a big transition. So I'm going to pick one thing to focus on at a time. (laughs) And since day one of getting here, day one, it was like, all right, I'm going to stock our fridge. We got to get some food up in here. So we're not eating out anymore. That was like step number one that happened the day after we got here. The next day it was all right. What, what do we need that we don't have? (laughs) Okay. When are the movers coming? Once the movers came, it was operation, unpack the boxes and feel like we live in a home. It has been one thing at a time. And now that we're in a place where most of our boxes are unpacked, uh, we've, we've got settled in a church that feels like home, feels like family. We are in a good place with our nutrition. We've got a good schedule down with like grocery shopping and Casey going to jujitsu and, um, you know, us spending time with the kids and having days together as a family. We've kind of got that settled. We've got those pieces all figured out in the puzzle. I'm at a point where I can go. I think this is the week where I can work out like I used to. And I'm excited about it. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It doesn't feel unsustainable because I got into the place where we were making dinners. We've been doing that for about, this is a, this will be our third week having dinners together as a family, me planning out our meals, because that was important that we were not eating out during the week, even though that would have been way easier right after moving. Right? So one thing at a time. So if you're in a, a season of transition, like I just was still am, if you're in a big season of transition, whether it's you're starting your postpartum journey. Maybe you are trying to figure out your schedule with another child in the picture now, or you've gone through a move or you lost someone and you're trying to get back on your feet again, get your feet under you. I just want to encourage you to pick one thing to start with, pick one thing to focus on first, that is going to be the most impactful on yourself and your family and go from there. Once that's, you know, solid and in place, then move on to something else. It's not all going to come together at once. Life never works that way. When we make real change, when we really get settled, when we feel like we're in a good routine, it's because we took it on one thing at a time. So that's what I'm doing right now in the thick of it with you. And my hope, my prayer is that you do that too. If you need help with that at all, especially in your journey, that's what starting point sessions are for. So go book one if you want, if you need that. Uh, the toughlovemom.com backslash coaching has all the information on that. So go book one. If you want one, they are transformational. It's a really good perspective to take. Uh, personally having walked it, I love walking other moms through it. Cause when you get to that point, there's this point that every mom reaches where she goes, Oh my gosh, that thing that we started, it's called a starting point. The one that we picked, the one habit that I've decided to implement and only focus on only put my energy into not doing anything else. If it's like cooking dinners for your family, you do that. And that's all you focus on. I don't want you focus on working out. You ain't going to focus on making good breakfast. You're just focusing on one thing, (laughs) just one. And it's so cool when mom's about two weeks in, they get to this point and I love hearing it every single time. They're like, Liz, it, it, I don't feel like I'm forcing this anymore. It, It feels second nature. Like, I feel like I want to do it. I'm like motivated, I guess, to do this consistently. It just feels like something I, it's just part of who I am. It's part of what I do. And it's so cool when moms reach that point. 
that's how I've had to be with this. It's like, oh, it's just the day I go get groceries. <laughs> We're in a routine now. This is great. Oh, like this is the morning that I go to Orange Theory. And this is the, the day that, uh, you know, me and the kids, we go out and do something. It just has become routine. And it's so cool when you get to the point when something feels second nature. So if you need help with that in your journey, that is a whole purpose of starting point sessions. So you can find that one place to start. So you can start getting consistent and disciplined and get on the road to losing weight the right way, the sustainable way, the kind that lasts. Um, and it's what I'm doing right now to transition with this move. I picked a starting point. I picked some stepping stones after that to keep consistent and just keep building on my journey. And that's what it's looked like. I was back at square one in a sense. So if you're there, I hope you're encouraged. I hope you have um, just the right perspective when it comes to taking on this mountain that it can feel like it can feel like a mountain when, we, when you're taking on your journey. And it is, but you have to take it one step at a time. You can't like jump up the mountain. It doesn't work. You will fall. <laughs> Don't fall down the mountain. <laughs> take it one step at a time. Okay. Go get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.